everybody and welcome back to Anti-Bullying 101. My name is Jim Burns and we're here to discuss a variety of topics. Bullying is the big one. But right now, many people are experiencing a host of other problems, domestic violence, workplace bullying, cyberbullying, family and community bullying. And, you know, often when I speak to people, I discover that they seem to be having trouble with those that are closest to them, like their parents or their siblings. People become angry and bitter and don't realize that there's a choice that can be made. And it's just as easy to develop love, joy, peace, and, uh, and to be, as it is to be angry and bitter and vengeful. Now, this podcast is designed for anyone who wants to have a fuller, more vibrant life and to offer some ideas on how to balance the physical, the mental, the emotional, the spiritual areas of their life. But we are anti-bullying 101, so it's truly my hope that we can help everyone live a life without the fear of harassment, intimidation, and bullying. And I thank my listeners for tuning in today. Uh, I am thrilled to have another great interview for you. Um, and I, I, I did some reading. I've been reading for the last day or so on this fine gal, Andy Kay, who has just created a, an outstanding program. And she is the founder of the Bloom Foundation, which is a 501c3 organization. And it helps teen girls overcome bullying and build emotional resilience and bloom into confidence as leaders. And I can relate to this. I have a 12 year old daughter and she goes through so much of what I have found in Andy Kay's material. And instead of preventative measures, Bloom exists to help girls process and cope in a safe and supportive space so they can grow through what they go through, which I happen to like that one. And it works with licensed therapists and they create curriculums for both caretakers and children to address the impact of bullying. And they want to help girls build emotional intelligence, resilience, and that's a key word so that they can bloom with confidence. Andy, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. It's great to be here. Oh, it's great to have you here. You are doing such outstanding work. And I know you sent me a, a packet of information yeah. uh, that I have that, that you wanted to discuss. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to ask you a question or two up front, if I may, uh, before we get to that packet, because I think that information is so valuable and it needs to be spoken about. So before we even start, tell us your story. How did the Bloom Foundation come to be? Yeah, of course. Thank you. And that was such a great intro. I appreciate it. So the Bloom Foundation came to be I after I experienced some cyberbullying when I was in middle school. That was also the time when dial-up internet was just starting. So if you remember that, the dial-up internet, and then as a middle school student, I was navigating both the internet and then also being cyberbullied on this website. And someone created a username, Andy's a loser, just started writing really mean things about me on there. Um, and it was so confusing to navigate. And I was really looking for resources at the time, but I could only find... A lot of information and statistics at the time, but I did really crave that program that could help me um, understand what I was going through, know that I wasn't alone, and also that there is um, 
somewhat of a process to grow beyond it. And so it happened again at, an, at another school, another website. Um, that website was called Juicy Campus, but very similar concept. And so after going through that again, I realized, okay, I really do want to create this program that I feel like I needed when I was younger. And the quote that really inspired me to start this was, they tried to bury us, but they didn't know that we were seeds. And so once I heard that, I really loved the imagery of rising above and growing from adversity to bloom with confidence as leaders, as you said, or just to bloom and grow through that painful process um, and then in turn helping others as well. So really envisioning that cycle of kindness, um, cycle of yeah, love and joy, like you were saying, rather than allowing it to kind of continue into a, a spiral where, you know, it's just not not that way. So that's why I started Bloom Foundation and a little bit about the name as well. Mm-hmm. You know, we just had a horrific incident here in, um, in New Jersey. And this poor gal, uh, she was bullied unmercifully in school. And they discovered that it's been a 30-year problem in the school and that the school is virtually doing nothing about it. And in New Jersey, that's an almost gigantic no-no because we have we were the first state in the country to have the anti-bullying Bill of Rights that schools had to have mm-hmm. as part of their policy. And this girl was bullied so, so badly that... And then it wasn't bad enough that she was beat up in school and they had to taunt her... Uh, in terms online. of cyberbullying online, yeah, and then of course uh, she hung herself. I mean, so, oh, that's so these sad. are the these are the the types of people that we're reaching out to. Uh, you with what you're doing, uh, and um, I have been at this for 25 years, mm. and it, it just seems like the harder you push, the worse it seems to get sometimes. Mm. Um, so, hats off to you. Thank Kudos you. Kudos to you for this this tremendous program i love that line and i also like we have to help these kids grow through what they mm-hmm. go through mm-hmm. uh that that's that's one heck of a line um yeah. so when you work with your community young girls and those that care about them how do you share your story with them yeah. Yeah. And I, that might be a segue into this packet, which I did want to mention is available for download on our Instagram bio, which is Bloom Foundation. Um, but I'm happy to take you through its seven foundational values that our curriculum is based off of. Um, and we divvy that up into about eight weeks so that we can have an intro and a conclusion to that um, and go through each lesson a little bit more in detail. We do um, we do about an hour session each week. Um, we also love to incorporate the rose thorn bud activity. I'm not sure if you've heard of that, but it's basically this um, quick activity to share with each other what's going on in your life. The rose is something good that happened. Um, a bud is something you're excited for. And then a thorn is something that's challenging um, and you're kind of growing through. So 
we like to kick it off with that. It's it's just a fun check-in too. Um, so rose thorn bud, we also say, what do you give yourself permission for today? And then we go into the lesson. So I'm happy to share those uh, those foundational values with you to kind of share what we share with the girls if that's interesting. Oh, I, I would I, I yeah. love it. Uh, I would absolutely love it. I And one Great. thing that I, I just wanted to touch on as I look at this, the foundational mm-hmm. values are belief, and I'm assuming that would mean like a belief system yes. that you have. Mm-hmm. And um, as a, a longtime educator uh, and someone who's been, this is my 45th year uh, in education. And uh, even as I work with older people, I find them struggling to discover their own belief system, mm-hmm. uh, their their own like what they actually value as so important. This is something that's important to me and I won't violate this belief system that I have because it has been ingrained in me and either was either through mom and dad or maybe a great teacher that I had in school or maybe through someone like you, but you helped me develop a belief system and a lot of people don't have that. They don't have it. And that's that's troubling to me from time to time. Right. I know. And it's important to teach that, I think, at a young age, because it just becomes patterns of thought that once established, just keep going and going. So exactly. So the belief, yes, it's a belief system. And we know that when you're experiencing bullying and hearing really awful things about yourself, you really need to put that down on paper. You So we encourage uh, students to write down all those negative things that have been said about them so that they can see it down on paper and then they can address it and write down an empowering truth for each one of those negative things. And then in turn, you can turn it into affirmations, post it somewhere where you can see often. Um, but this is a very important thing to do because oftentimes it can just be in our head and uh, we don't address it but it's really important to see it and be able to switch that out with an empowering truth. And we want to make sure that we know that it's not the complete opposite of what was written down as negative um, because that might not feel true to ourselves, but we do want to make it into something that we can uh, rely on. So I'll give an example too. If someone says you're ugly, um, your face is so ugly and they're bullying you about that, you can write an empowering truth that, you know, when I smile, I actually feel really pretty or I think that, you know, I could actually be a helpful person in this world. You know, it doesn't have to be I'm beautiful and worthy. You know what I mean? If that's too much of a jump for you, um, but just writing down something that's really meaningful and true to you so that you can hold on to that truth is what we mm-hmm. encourage for that first value of belief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fabulous. That's terrific. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm sure that many people have been impacted by that only based upon how they have to give you the truth mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> but, and they have to believe it themselves yes it's a process and i wanted to mention that too before jumping into this as well this is absolutely a process it's you know it's not a one time and done i wish it was but it's something we do have to go back to i actually go back to this curriculum and and the journal all the time um, because we encounter all kinds of situations in our lives that require us to go back to these. But yes, it's it's definitely a long, it's a process. Um, And speaking of that, the next one is perspective. So number two is perspective. 
So, you know, it's it's not something that's done one time in middle school and then you're done forever. Um, but we do want to encourage them to know that there's so much life ahead of them. And there's also so much that they've already done and been able to accomplish in the last, we like to say seven years. I don't know if you've heard of this fact, but um, every seven years, like every cell in your body kind of like replenishes. Have you heard of that? Yeah. Yeah, I, I have. I know. So it's a fun, I like to reference that um, just because, and the, the seven years, if you think about it, every seven years, I think life changes significantly, especially uh, the girls we work with, they're in middle school sometimes. So they're like 14. So seven years ago, it's, they were seven years old. Seven years from then, they'll be 21. So mm-hmm. it's just a very, it's not 10 years where it's like, oh, that's, you know, a huge chunk of time. But seven years is just enough to be like, wow, I will be in a different place. And so, you know, really helping them envision that and saying in seven years, what do you want to accomplish? What do you hope to, um, where do you hope to be, you know, and knowing that this will pass, that this will, um, yeah, sorry, my computer just uh, fell asleep real quick, but I'm back. Um but knowing that it will pass and um, that they can work towards that. So that's about perspective. You know, the interesting thing, the number seven is the number for completion. Mm-hmm. And, and when you look at the number seven, if you're becoming more and more complete every mm-hmm. seven years, think about that type of growth. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's I cool. mean, that means when you're 21, you know, you are even more complete than you were like seven years ago. But in that seven year journey, how much more did you grow? Right. Exactly. Yep. Seven year journey. Exactly. And breaking it into that chunk. So you feel like manageable, like it's a manageable thing too, but that is cool. I love that. Um, yeah. The power of numbers and words, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that that's definitely important. Um, yeah. And then number three is habits. So healthy habits, but also creative outlets that you can have. Um, Because even though bullying might feel like it's taking so much mind space, there are things that I think everybody loves and enjoys doing. Um, But so it's important to prioritize and make sure that those things are being scheduled. Um, Because, you know, love and joy, as you mentioned in the very beginning, it's so important, but we really need to sometimes be really intentional about putting those things in our day. Um, and I really find that if you do that, you can grow that and that can become just a really positive outlet too. One example I'll share here is Bethany Moda. She is a famous YouTuber and she was experiencing a lot of bullying, but she actually just focused on YouTube and grew a following, grew a business, I believe, from it. So she just really turned it into something great. And, you know, I think we can definitely just shift our focus and attention on those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also self-care related, right? Like making sure that you're taking care of yourself um, and adding those small things. And, you know, I'm just as an aside, I am a, um, I'm a certified personal trainer. And uh, what happened, uh, I was teaching a course on wellness uh, through uh, one of, through the college that I worked for. Mm-hmm. And one of the lines that I shared with my students was, um, self-care is not selfish. Mm-hmm. And uh, right. I, I, I thought that, you know, because sometimes people think that if they're 
if they're pouring too much into themselves that it's selfish well it's not selfish you're caring for yourself mm. you know so that that's mm-hmm. incredible that mm-hmm. really is incredible you know mm-hmm. the that, that you're including that piece in your program and it's wonderful it really is thank you yeah thank you yeah it's absolutely not selfish but i think we need to hear that um often so that's great yeah um and and it kind of ties along with purpose number four so um i shared about bethany moda kind of turning her pain into purpose um but this is also about just our the opportunity that we have to choose kindness even though that might not be what we're receiving um one of my i just love the quote of um nobody need to wait a single moment before starting to improve the world and that's just how actionable that this is you know i think for me and my story when i was going through it i what helped me the most was deciding to volunteer on saturdays i would uh just start going out to volunteer and um yeah i was getting connected with church too and just being able to um, I feel like make a positive difference in my community and circles. So we really encourage students to think about what's a really quick, fast way that they can just improve the world today. So whether that's sending a, a text, um, I thought of, you know, you can write a uh, Yelp review on a small business and that way, you know, you're spreading kindness that way, right? Um, or even a podcast review or just you can activate kindness so easily because of technology today too. So it can be that, or it can be going out and passing out. I don't know, just buying someone coffee, right? Like those acts of kindness. But I think that this is a a good way. So this, we, in our journal, we title, title it spreading seeds because you're really activating that kindness and it can create that ripple effect. Um, so yeah, like tapping into your own purpose and knowing that you can give back to the world, mm-hmm. I think is so key and so important if you are experiencing bullying. That is so cool. That is one of the neatest things that I've heard because oftentimes when you're experiencing bullying, you can really almost mm-hmm. uh, see the world as this yeah. horrible place, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. I have a, um, he, he's like my son. But he, he, he is, he's, he's been with me for many years. He's been my handyman. He does work okay. around the house for me and different things. And I don't think I've been in, in Wawa with him uh, where he didn't buy the coffee for two people in back of him. Mm-hmm. So he would just say to the, the clerk, I'm buying coffee for that. These two people who got coffee in their hand and he would just buy the coffee for them. And, and, then they'd come up to the register and they say, no, it's taken care of. And he's already mm-hmm. in his truck, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so it, it yeah. is such a wonderful, yeah. oh, that is great, Andy. I mean, I love it. Mm-hmm. I really do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you probably know this too. It, it gives, you're giving to someone else, but you get so much from it. Right. And so mm-hmm. like encouraging them that when they do that, they actually get that happiness too. So it's, it goes both ways, but yeah, I think it's really fun to activate that and know that they can make, and when they start making a positive difference at their age, it can just continue on and on. And it's really exciting to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for, for that too. 
Um, and then, you know, so number five is self-worth. And so self-worth um, is also connected to that, connected to that purpose too, um, and builds up that self-worth. Um, but as we know, bullying damages our self-worth so much um, that we really need to build it back up. And one thing we do here is we ask for ask them to ask for feedback from others. So we ask them to ask a coach, a teacher, um, a, or a mentor, or their parents, or a guardian to share three things that uh, they're good at, and then three things, three positive adjectives to describe them. So that way they're hearing that positive feedback, even if they're not receiving it from their peers or elsewhere. Um, and then they also have to do that themselves. And we ask them to write down 10 reasons that they love themselves. And it's funny because during workshops, this is a hard time. You know, I think 10 is a lot that we ask. Um, and some girls really struggle with that, but mm -hmm. um, we try to make it fun. We time it to like, can you write down 10 in like two minutes? Um, but yes, I think that, you know, in, a, in our society, it's really easy for us to think of reasons why we don't like ourselves or, you know, we can brag about those things sometimes even. It's rare to be able to set aside time to, you know, think about what what are those things that I actually really like about myself, you know, and not without the fear of like being conceited, but just, you know, really building that self-worth back up. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. Fabulous. Ten things. Mm -hmm. Ten things that you that you love. You yes. love about yourself. I think that's that's fabulous, and I and I can see mm -hmm. um, where. I mean, I probably could come up with ten. Some adults, yeah, I was gonna some, say. Some, some adults may have. I don't know. Some adults may have trouble coming. I know. Up with that. I know. I did this the other day actually, and I asked. I was doing an Instagram live, and I asked my co-host to share ten things, or actually five, because it is a lot, right? Ten's a lot. Mm -hmm. But yeah, do you do you have like three that you can share? Myself, uh, yeah. I, I think that uh, n number one, I am uh, friendly. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that I'm creative mm -hmm. uh, because I'm I'm always looking for ways to do things, you know, and like mm -hmm. this podcast. I mean, I've been doing it for a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that I am um, a server. I, I mm -hmm. love serving others. I love serving my family. Um, mm -hmm. My wife likes it because she gets her coffee in the morning in bed every morning. Um, different things like that. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, I feel good, you know, contributing to the not. I don't know about the, the lives of others, because I think what I do is so global. In other mm -hmm. words, it's a, in mass. I mean, this podcast goes out in, in terms of the masses, not just to one individual. Mm -hmm. But I, I know when I was working as an administrator, um, I, I, I thought that my um, one of the strengths that I had in a lot of the kids who were just off the charts, you know, behavior problems, was it was kind of like a stick to or a never-give-up attitude toward them. Mm. Uh, and I enjoyed doing that, even though, I, you know, they disappointed me a lot, mm. uh, but I still, I still love them regardless. Mm. Yeah. Good. How do you feel? <laughs> how, how do I feel right now? Yeah. After sharing? Yes. Uh, I feel, uh, that I just got a good reminder that I'm, it's kind of mm. like, I'm an okay guy. Cool. Cool. 
Good. Yeah, I'm glad. I, I think that's great, right? Because I don't know, you know, what your normal day-to-day -day thoughts are, but I think breaking it up and being like, oh, let me pause, reflect and say three things that I like about myself. And then, you know, you just feel a little bit more empowered. I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah. And, and truthfully, this podcast is about you uh, mm -hmm. and all that you do. And I, I, I do, um, thank you for letting me share that, but I, yeah. I just wanted to share one other thing with you if I could. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, um, it goes something like this. Um, I just had, uh, eight weeks ago, I had quadruple bypass surgery. And I may have shared that with you already. Mm -hmm. But what most people don't know is that a year ago, uh, just a year ago yesterday, uh, I was diagnosed with a calcium score that said uh, uh, my life was going to be shortened like very quickly wow. uh, because the score was so high, mm -hmm. uh, which is caused by inflammation in your coronary arteries. And I set out and I said, okay, let's see what happens. So I just started uh, and I always did it. I was always in very good physical condition. Uh, I started jumping rope more, weightlifting more and walking more for about a year. Mm -hmm. And uh, what happened was uh, I, I worked through what was called stable angina and then it became unstable angina and I had to go to the hospital. I went to the hospital and um, they were going to put, they, they did a catheterization. They found out that I had, it was so bad that they couldn't put stents in. They had to do bypass. So they did four arteries they did. I came out of the surgery because I had, I had imaged in my head everything that I was going to go through. And I had no trouble at all when I came. I, would, I, I walked a thousand steps in intensive care before I left. But here's the point that I wanted to make. The doctor came in to me and he said to me, whatever you did to your heart uh, over the course of, I don't know how many months it's been. He says, you did not have a heart attack. He says, your ejection rate on your heart is through the roof. You are in great shape. He said, you have a brand new heart and you've you got about 20 years to live. 20 more years. Wow. And, wow. and the reason that I share this is because of the idea that if you don't care for yourself, if you mm. give up on yourself, you're, you're going to die emotionally, you'll die physically, you could die spiritually. Mm. And you have to care for, for you. Because yeah. without you, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't go on. My wife said to me when I went into the operating room, she says to me, you know what? We, we flat out just need you. Mm -hmm. And I think kids need to know how much they're needed mm. and wanted mm -hmm. yeah. in this world because they're beautiful beings and we, we don't want to put them in a position where they feel like, you know, somebody's shoveling dirt on me, but I'm not a seed. You know, mm. one of those mm. things. So yeah, yeah. Back I'll to you. Back to you. Up. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me that that latitude. Yeah, that's share. a lot. That's a lot to go through. I mean, yeah, I think the perspective that you get from going through that is is valuable. And it sounds like you know you learned so much. I mean, I can't imagine going through that. So I think it is very applicable in terms of going through challenges 
or just going through that and being able to see, you know, what's important and taking care of your heart is so, so important. And that's definitely what we encourage uh, girls to do at Bloom is to really take care of your heart and grow through what you go through. So mm-hmm. absolutely. So a number six is empathy. And this is where we want to get curious and compassionate about others and what they may, might be going through, right? So I just like sharing about, uh, not sharing, but like going deeper and reflecting on why this might be happening, um, knowing that there might be something deeper going on with those who are being bullies. Um, and, you know, I, I also, with this, I do want to maybe even stray away from that labeling of bully and victim, um, just because when you've probably heard this many times, but hurt people hurt people. And so, you know, the projecting that might be going on and that it's, it's not really, you know, from a bully necessarily. So this is where we really want to be careful of of that as well. And just really understand that, um, they might be going through something. So being curious and compassionate. So we encourage girls to, Think about forgiveness here. If they're not ready to, that's totally fine. But just to journal about the process of forgiving, knowing that when we do forgive, that we actually, you know, it's a gift to ourselves too. And it's, you know, we're taking care of our heart that way too. So, um, yeah, that's an important piece of it too. Um, yeah. You know, my wife, who is a, a licensed therapist, okay, cool. she said, she said to me, um, you can't have empathy with a device. In other words, Mm. you you have to be face to face with someone to have empathy. And that's why it's so easy for kids to bully and cyber bully because they're dealing with a device, not a person. Yes, absolutely. I, yeah. And I think, you know, because we are, yes, online more, that's where we see a lack of empathy on, you know, other sides too. And, cancel culture is a whole other thing as well. Um, just because it's, there's a lot there, but, um, yeah, we encourage, you can, I think, try to even consider, you know, even if you haven't met them face to face and it's just a username, you can still consider like, what did they go through to lead them to being unkind, Mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that is, that's very true. Um, so number seven, we're there is growth. Um, so this is, you know, what you've experienced, turning that into a good, um, turning that into a lesson for someone else or what imagery I like to use here too is like you've gone through a tunnel um, that was really long and dark. No tunnel lasts forever, but and you got through, you have a flashlight now. So are, can you go back and help someone else through that tunnel? Um with those lessons you've learned along the way, with those experiences and perspectives that you now have. So mm-hmm. um, we we actually have them write their story in the beginning. And then at the end, they write their new story um, and then kind of share how they've become a guide or how they can become a guide for someone else in the future. So that's the whole process um, of our Bloom Journal and Bloom Curriculum. Um, using those seven foundational values. Um, so yeah, thank you. With, with your permission, mm-hmm. uh, I know several um, guidance counselors and administrators uh, in my area. I'd like to send them this packet. 
Absolutely. Uh, um, mm-hmm. And I'm also going to send them a, uh, a copy once it's produced of the podcast that you and I just did. Thank you. Great. Uh, so that uh, hopefully th- that'll generate interest and people will be contacting you. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is yeah. a tremendous, this is a tremendous, tremendous program. Uh, I am Thank going you. to, uh, for as long as you need, give you the floor. And I want you to just share anything at all that you need to share about how people can get a hold of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll put it in the episode description as well. Uh, mm-hmm. How people can uh, get involved with this, how people could volunteer, how pe- anything that would bring yeah. people to you so that you can help others. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. So yes, I would love to this to be forwarded. Um, so as I mentioned, this, uh, this packet that we went through is actually in our Instagram bio available to download either for you or a loved one, just to share out um, a resource to help them grow through what they go through. Um, and in addition, just our Instagram would be a great place to connect. Um, We'll be doing a teen ambassador program as well. So if you're, if you know a teen, if you are a teen and you want to start um, kind of learning these principles too, and then also being an advocate in your community, um, you can find our, find an application at our website, which is hellobloom.org, hellobloom.org. Um, you can also email me. My, my email is andy at hellobloom.org, but I would love to connect and, um, yeah, look forward to it. And just excited to be here um, and chat through this with you. Thank you for the opportunity. No, it was my pleasure. And if there's anything that I can do for you going forward, if you'd like to come on again, if you want to share information, if you feel as if you'd like to just maybe uh, record a commercial and send it to me, I'll make sure that people make sure that people get get the information and I'll get it out there um, for you. You're doing tremendous, tremendous work. I admire you. I admire your resiliency and the your ability to uh, grow through what you go through as you are an absolute perfect example. And you're an example to many young girls, uh, for many young girls out there. So thank, thank you so you. much for being on this show. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. And hopefully we can uh, talk together again real soon. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Take care. Take care. Well, there you have it. That was Andy Kay. And obviously that was a recorded interview uh, that was done. Uh, and she is doing incredible work uh, in the area of helping young girls grow, become resilient, and bloom. And that's why she, ha- she is the founder of the uh, Bloom Organization, which is working to help young girls overcome adversity, deal with bullying, deal with relationships, and many other things that are plaguing. Uh, And it starts in middle school. Kids have difficulty all through middle school. Uh, Girls do, boys do as well. She is focusing on trying to make sure that girls are safe and they are cared for. Uh, My name is Jim Burns. I am going to put her packet on my website, uh, and it will be up uh, very shortly. I'm also going to put a link to the packet um, in the episode description. 
so that you can download it and get it whenever you like. I think everyone should have this. I think guidance counselors should have it, te teachers should have it, administrators should have it, and I intend to send this around to many of the contacts that I have that are uh, in education that could use this in their school, in their classroom, and certainly help uh, in terms of mental health and other issues. So, Andy Kay, she's doing great work. Very, very pleased to have her on the show. Uh, you got to go, you got to go through what you, you got to grow through what you go through. And the other line that she had was, they thought they buried me, but they forgot I was a seed. How beautiful. That was great stuff. My name is Jim Burns. You are the, you have been listening to Anti-Bullying 101. I thank you for your ear today. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope I certainly hope you enjoyed my guest. If you didn't, well, then you better rethink it because she was fabulous. I am Jim Burns. This was Anti-Bullying 101. We'll be back at you in a few days. So sit tight. Get ready for the next episode. Have a great day, everybody.